Thank you so much for listening and or watching this Hot Seat episode. We want to welcome you into the village and we want to encourage you to go ahead and hit the subscribe button on YouTube and follow across all podcast platforms. We want to, again, to express our gratitude and appreciation because you decided to listen in once again to this bi-weekly episode. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Hot Seat Podcast. We have your host, Q. And I am Flo, and we are excited to get into the next segment of this episode. But before we do that, I am so glad to not be sitting in the red chair alone recording an episode. I was not too happy with how that came across because I don't like shedding tears and crying and stuff like that because I've always been the person just be looking at people and we've seen it so many times across social media where it's like it's like a real that fake. Oh, they're just trying to get clicks and stuff like that. And you see the little thumbnails of people and the tears and all this stuff. Mm. And it's just like, ah. Oh. But regardless, it's time for the story time. Yes, the transition is real. We have changed clothes. <laughs> We've changed days. We've changed days, and the backdrop is slightly different. There's something new back here. I'm not too sure which, but I'm pretty sure you guys recognize and know. Um, yeah, like we said, you know, you got to listen <laughs> to your body, and we had to end. And give rest because the body. You gotta listen to the body. One day we're gonna do a, a, a bonus episode. It's gonna be all <laughs> behind the scenes. So these faces can be explained. <laughs> Truthfully, though, it had nothing to do with the body. It had everything to do with the fact that I'm gonna say we don't have a videographer and the phone died. And we enjoyed a wonderful conversation between the two of us and literally that's where it stopped recording so we are back again to try this all over to try it all over again <laughs> Yay. Ah, so the first few minutes you got me saying i believe now to story time so story time here it is there you go <laughs> let's waste no time Oh my goodness. So we were having a wonderful conversation with my aunt and I wanted to discuss with her what I had um, came into knowledge of. And that being that throughout my fathering career, I never knew that there was uh, a bill that came due. I did not know that you had to pay for the birth of the child. And I found out. I found out. And uh, we had to, you know, go through the history of my fathering career. And uh, the lady was just informing me that, you know, 19-year-old, yes, I was 19, first child was born. And uh, you were obviously in college, yes. You have a job. Not really. Not really. And she was telling me, well, you were broke. And 
patient is going to pay for that bill. Mm -hmm. Fathering career continues, so 24 years old. And once again, are you in college? Yes, yes, I am in college during that time. Uh, were you working? Well, I just had work study and stuff. Was the mom working? No, she's you know she's younger. And uh, well, once again, you were broke, so the government paid for, you know, covered the cost of the delivery for the child and all the medical visits and doctor visits. But okay, then she lets us know what our percentage is going to end up being, and um, <clears throat> I learned that there is different tiers when it comes to medical coverage when you have it you have a 90 10 you got an 80 20 you got a 70 30 60 40 and then a 94 so all those numbers represent how much the healthcare company is going to cover towards medical cost and so since we're at a 90 10 that means we were responsible for paying 35 36 hundred dollars so once I got home and figured that out, I was like, you mean to tell me it costs thirty-five dollars to $36,000 before the child even enters the world? And while I'm sharing all of this with my Aunt Florel, she begins to laugh. Because I did not didn't necessarily connect the dots because I too was you know considered broke when I had Ray so the government paid but I knew that things were being paid it just didn't connect the dots that if the government wasn't paying then I would be the person who would have to pay <laughs> so yeah was when the, when that realization came I'm like oh that does make sense, though. That, that does make sense, yeah. <laughs> Astonishing. I honestly feel that... Children are expensive? That is true, but it's ridiculous that while they're being developed, there is a bill that's due. That is insane. I want to know how many people do this. <laughs> How many people knew that it cost? Like, for some reason, my brain is just, you know, you just have a baby. You deliver the baby, and then you go home, and the bill is due. Meaning, formula, the bottles, the, you know, the furniture, the raising, the feeding, the clothing, and all the while you're paying taxes on that. So it's just like, the delivery cost should be covered. It should be free because the overall economy is going to benefit off the birth of a child because the parent inevitably, 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 inevitably has to pay for it. And so it may be Walmart that gets, you know, you get taxed at Walmart or Jamboree, Children's Place, Costco, wherever you, wherever it's at getting taxed, and then that child 
you know, is a part of the workforce eventually at some point in time. And then they are going to be paying. So it's just like, that should be free. And that's what I'm pushing as the president for the United States of America come 2024. Anyway. Delivery will be free. All because I don't want to pay 10%. It's stupid. So while you were talking right now, you know what popped into my mind? What? You know that, I think it was a TikTok where... Like people were doing stuff and then like they show the one side of them and it's like they're gonna know and the other side's like they're not gonna know and like they're gonna know they're not gonna so it's like the government is saying they're not gonna know and like the medical professionals like they're gonna know and they're like they're not gonna know like they're not gonna know that there's a bill but they're gonna know they're not gonna know I never knew <laughs> my entire Fathering career from 19 to 32. 13 years. I never knew there was a bill until now. Until now. That is insane. This makes me question like, really? The child goes to school. We don't, you know, property tax covers that. Covers the school and education because a certain portion of that goes to that. The teachers get paid through all that. So it's just like, why? Why cannot, why can't that continue to college? Why can't that be before the child is born? This doesn't make any sense. It should be covered till the baby's born. It should be covered. Mm-hmm. Free of charge. Because you're going to get well, your money. But those practitioners need to be covered. That's what taxes are for. So all of the nurses, MAs, appointment clerks. And some of those hospitals are government funded. If I'm not mistaken. Some are. So this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> At all. But I digress. That story time, the realization that there is a bill that's due. Yeah. Before the baby's born. Like, you find out you're pregnant and the bill begins because now you, oh, this is the expected due date. This is your whatever percentage. We can break it up in nine payments. No. Nine easy payments. And it's just like, well, what if for some people, you know, their struggle was real and they couldn't get to the doctor till month six. So now they're getting hit with a 20, 10% that's going to be due in three months or however the doctor's office works it out. But that's just insane. Mm. That's insane. I wonder if while year maybe years back, we talked about the cost of children and how it's like 300 Yeah, it's 000. around 300000 to raise a child. I wonder if that includes this part. I don't know. I have to go back and read that article. Because I, I doubt it I, included that. Yeah, I'm saying I don't think it included this portion of the... Um, 
guess the development of yeah, the I child. Guess. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to find out. We should have made this a mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> well, we shall expeditiously transition to the actual topic of today, and that is support versus dependency. This topic is brought to you none other than the great neighbor, married neighbors that we have in our community. Brought um, to you by. We brought this to them so they know that we're going to be semi-talking about them. But we did not ask permission to name names. But they do know this is the topic at hand for this episode. And it was a great conversation uh, between, you know, two fellas and then two pregnant women, see how that turned out, about the difference between support and dependency as it relates to marital relations. And so I'll let you take it away. So um, <clears throat> the uh, wife and the other couple and I had already actually spoken about this like surface level a while ago and we uh, we had to agree to disagree at that point in time now at that point in time both of us were pregnant she didn't know I was pregnant though but it was like super early on so she did. oh you talking about the first conversation yeah the first well, time we talked about all four of us but when the four of us somehow magically got back onto this subject, <laughs> I sat there shaking my head like this is a terrible, terrible road to travel down, but whatever. It was at night, so it's the end of the day. People are tired. Patience is low. <laughs> and this is normal for us. I know. And this married couple, it's like, it's always at night for some reason. It's always at night, mm -hmm. and then we can never separate from each other because the conversation keeps going. I'll be done, then the ladies start talking again. And then we, me, and, me and the husband will start talking. It's just like, yeah, but we gotta go. And then the ladies keep talking again. That's not the right depiction, but sure. Because <laughs> we have to go, but then something gets struck up, and then we're talking about that really quick, and we'll. She and I are waiting. We start talking about something. Then they notice we're in deep conversation. So then they're waiting. Then they get back into conversation. And it just keeps bouncing back and forth. It's a mutual. Anyways. I don't know what you would call that. Mutual. Conversation continuation. <laughs> so anyways. We're talking about support versus dependence or dependency. And so I do what I always do and I just make sure that what I know to be the definition of those words is the actual definition because there are some individuals who take the definition of words and supplement understanding with their experience. I am not one of those people. I am, this is the definition. And then that's it. Like, literal. This is what it says. There's no more to it. You don't have to add, subtract. There doesn't need to be a bow. It's just what it is. 
So, um, oddly enough, in our conversation, I got to a point where I was like, I am pretty sure I know the definitions, but the way in which this conversation is going, I slightly was questioning myself, like, do I have this backwards? Do I have this wrong? I'm pretty sure. Because, you know, words are my thing. So I'm like, let me just, let me go check with my buddy, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and make sure I am where I think I am in this universe. So, first word, support. Verb, there are two definitions. We are focusing on the first, or I'm sorry, we're focusing on the second, but I am still going to read the first. So the first talking about um, inanimate objects and how they bear all or parts of the weight they hold up something, which technically the hold up part could be an inanimate object, like a human being too, but mm -hmm. they were talking about inanimate objects. Second definition to give assistance to financial, to enable to function or act. That was the definition of support that had been going along in my head with our previous conversation and with our conversation with our husbands as it was pertaining to the context that we were talking about, as in people, relations, relationships. So, support. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and support for me is... <clears throat> In this, in this particular conversation, I would say, because I think with any main topic, word, or descriptor, I think you have to apply it to the conversation, the situation, or circumstance. So, though that might be the hardcore dictionary, you know, definition of a word, I think there is a way to define words based on the environment, the conversation. So for me, support is a choice. You're choosing constantly, consistently to aid in the achievement of whatever your partner's goal is. That is support. It is a conscious choice to do so. Or another's goal, because you can support others who are not in uh... Or not in the marital relationship. You <laughs> choose to support your brother, your friend, cousin. I'm gonna I'm gonna use co-worker. The, um, any of those things. I'm gonna use the sister wives version. Someone you are not in fellowship with. Complete <laughs> fellowship with. Yes. So that's that's how I define the word support. It is it's, it's a choice. Choice. Not an obligation. I do agree with the fact that it is a choice because you do have a choice to support or not support. The definition is still the same though, to give assistance or aid mm -hmm. in a financial way. Excuse me. Or to enable to function or act support. So I think the enable to function or act would be more of the 
I could see that being understood more as a intimate relation or intimate partner relationship definition where as your wife I may not agree with something but I'm going to support you so you're able to act on whatever it was that we had talked about or you were telling me the plan was or something like that mm -hmm. so or vice versa so support support is absolutely 1000% a choice to support or not to support mm -hmm. what's this dependency did you honestly did you have a, um what's dependency yes so <laughs> you gotta love Merriam-Webster's dictionary so dependency the noun also the two definitions we're focusing on a second <laughs> A dependent slash subordinate thing. And second, dependence. So naturally, I looked up dependence <laughs> because that was just one word. Which, and again, in my mind, I'm like, I know what it means. I'm just going to look it up to make sure that what I think is right in my head is actually right. So dependence, now. Relying on or being controlled by someone or something. Um, dependent. Mm -hmm. so that's, when looking at dependency, we're looking at the dependence definition, which would be relying or being controlled by someone or something. So in my mind... That is um, definitely different than support because it, if you're being controlled by something, you don't necessarily have a choice. There's no choices. Mm -hmm. You're being managed. Yes. Regulated. Yes. Supervised. There's a level mm -hmm. of authority attached to that type of relationship to me because <clears throat> being a dependent or dependency that is a parent to child relationship that's how I see that because you're rearing you're teaching you're educating you're showing you're watching you're uh, correcting you can't you cannot provide for yourself alone because it requires for someone to do something for you. That that to me is being dependent. You have a dependency on someone to bring something to you so that way you can sustain yourself on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes, that children are definitely dependent, especially babies. They are dependent on whoever their caregiver is, which is why they are so popular. Because mm -hmm. they bring joy, but no financial help. They bring joy, excitement, no help, but bills. Before yeah. they can take their first breath. And then continue of after the air. that. <laughs> of Earth's air. Oh my God. But 
yes. So, yeah, de I mean, dependent is um, having a dependent puts you in a position of authority over somebody else. Because that person does, when they depend, they rely on you. But I do see that a little bit different. Well, I guess when I look at kids, I see it a little bit different than saying dependence because eventually your children grow and they no longer they are dependent. Yeah, so for me, you depend. there's dependent where it's a temporary relationship between two, where one is um, relying on another for an, an whatever period of time. Rather, rather where dependence is, I can't do anything without you or it, because Dependence is usually associated with substance abuse or use. So I can't do anything without you or it. And that's usually where they stay. Does it? Unless one, two things happens. They get clean or they go home. And not the earthly home. So. On a lighter note, you transition <laughs> to independence, and that means the child now does not rely nor need because they now know how to give and take for themselves. Mm -hmm. They go out, you know, they take on this type of responsibility in order to give themselves the things that they need. So they go out and work. And then now they can give and provide them, provide what it is that they need for themselves to carry on day to day, day after day, week after week, and be able to maintain. So for me, you have support, which is choice. You have dependency, which is like a responsibility, an obligation to do something. You're obligated to do it, as where support is a choice. So... In relation to this married couple, I would say we stand on the side of support. They stand on the side of dependency. They depend on one another. Do you agree? Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> so our perspective, our stance is this. We made a choice. We chose. To go into fellowship, as you would say. <laughs> and create and establish a life for our family together jointly. And for the benefit of our kids, for the benefit of us. Now, our history has shown that we can do it by ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, we don't. In opposition to their viewpoint, we don't depend on each other. We don't need each other because we have a history of being able to do it and make ends meet out on our own individually. We 
because we were single parents. So there isn't a, I can't live, I can't do, you know, without. It is a conscious choice, just like it's a conscious choice to be married every single day, to honor those vows every single day. That is a choice. You have the free will to do what it is that you want to do each and every day. You're choosing to honor the marriage. You're choosing to honor the person because you care for them, because you love them, because you have made it uh, a covenant unto, unto yourself to honor the decision that you have chose to make each and every single day. So for me, that is a level for with us, for choosing to support and help each other achieve our individual goals and then our established family goals. Heaven forbid, knock on all types of lumber and wood, we decide to separate. There is no level of, oh, what am I going to do? We already know what to do. We are, we are, we are, we've done it before. Right. For years before we even got, you know, before we even got together. So we we know it can be done. And for me, that is, I guess, to, I guess, being biased, a heightened expression of love because we're choosing to stay together and stay committed, blended family, choosing our goals at this. Because we know we can just be like, chuck the deuces. I know how to make things work, shift and move. But because... We made our decisions, mm -hmm. and we're sticking to that. We love and support one another. There isn't a dependency, or she's dependent upon me. The kids are, but she's not. She's a strong, independent woman. That is the way in which she was raised. I was raised to be a strong, independent man. Mm -hmm. The one who can find a way out of no way to be able to do X, Y, and Z to uh, fulfill my responsibilities. Make sure I'm meeting those obligations, those responsibilities that I put on myself. Now, single parenthood, do you have certain individuals that are out there that you can call upon uh, to support you, to help you? Yes, but that is them making the choice to do so because if they choose no it's still on us if we're in, if we're single to find a way to to we find to a solution we still got to figure it out and that's just that's just how we were raised me my dad hey once you once you out there we will help you when we can that's not dependency to me that is support that is it's in their court in their the balls in their court to make a decision whether or not, oh, I'm going to help you with this, or I'm not going to help you with that. Oh, Dad, I need a $1,000 for this car. Then I, then I can work more so I can provide for, you know, Yvonne at the time, and then I'll be able to get you the money back quick. It's his choice, his decision. He said no. So then I have to find another way to make sure I can get this vehicle. So what's the next step? We're going to walk. Three, over three miles 
every single day. And then, oh, there's a thing called a bus system. Never knew. How does this thing work? All right, so now I'm riding the bus. It's not that expensive. Wow. And it's less, you know, strain on the body walking because it's hot in the summers of Austin, Texas. So, all right, cool. I, it was still on me to solve the problem. What do you say? Um, I... Pretty sure I mostly agree with everything that you said. Definitely independent <laughs> woman, independent man. That's how we were raised. I should be able to operate in comfort on my own. I should not have to have somebody with me in order to have comfort in the life that I want to live. That's how I was raised. Um, of course, it was very specifically pointed at <laughs> being in a relationship and being with a man, obviously. Uh, it's independence of needing another human being in order for me to function. Excuse me. And through our conversation with the other couple, I realized we have the same ideas. We were just using different words to express them. And there seemed to have been a lack of understanding of the viewpoint. Meaning, in our conversation, it was, well, you're dependent on your job. No. I, I mean, I, the money, I do need that to survive. But if I don't have that job, I'm going to go find another one. Like, I've, I've done that. <laughs> I've had more than one. He's had more than one. Like, we can, I can do that. I can figure out something else. But if I don't have that job, it doesn't mean that I will have nothing. And I will be sitting, wallowing in the, dis, the pit of despair and self-pity because I can't do anything because this job isn't here. That's not where I'm at. But that's also not what I was talking about. I was talking about <laughs> the relationship between us as human beings. Yeah. I don't have to have another human being to be in my life in order for me to live comfortably. I mean, now, <laughs> at the time it was just me and Ray, but like now it's me, Ray, and this person here. So... I will be able to take care of the three of us by myself. And we will be in comfort. Knocking all, all types of work. Would, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that is the declaration. I'm saying yes, that I is know. the idea. I know. So that, that is where, that is, that is how I was raised to operate my life. So, Pretty and much I, to be the head of her household. Yes. Basically. Exactly. Which, again, I don't <laughs> think was communicated maybe quite as clear as it could have been in that conversation. Yeah. But again, it was at night. There was some discomfort and pain. It was like right before I went to the hospital. Both so. ladies pregnant, not seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Well, that's how you see your marriage, you know. That, so it's just like, oh, okay. So making it seem like. What we're doing is wrong. Right, which I think put you in a more defensive. Um, oh yeah, because I was like, if you just let me finish. Frame, 
what I'm trying to say yeah. that you would understand. But it's just like, it, it just wasn't happening. And for those of you who know me, and you've seen more than just this one episode, you know I enjoy being able to completely express what it is that I want to say because I allow others to do the same. And when that oh, is yeah. not done, it takes me from zero to 60. And although I think I've done a better job at regulating myself and in the, in the expression of that, as I said, we're further along in this pregnancy, there are more homo hormones, and sometimes I am not good at regulating. And that was a night where I was like, <laughs> you know what? Well, you could just leave then. Y'all could just leave. I was just like, oh. Well, that, that's what was told to us, and then that's when I shut down, like, let me stop talking before I say something that I oh know. My, oh, my goodness. I don't mean just because I can be that spiteful petty person. It's so, like that? They yeah. can just leave, right, honey? They can just leave. And, and just so you guys know, you're like, what? They said that? And you were thinking, we we did, we have conversed with them <laughs> after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, That it's... wasn't the end. It wasn't the dissolution of anything. We have <laughs> spoken with them. Yeah. We're cool. We're good. Like we said at the beginning, they know this is coming. So, obviously, we communicate with them. Yes. It's just, it's just understanding. And it, it took me a minute to get there because I was walking away. I'm like, I So it took me, I think, probably like a day, a, a night's rest for me to realize that, yes, we're saying the same thing, but our purview is completely different because of the lives that we've lived. So they, as for them, they've, lack of a better term, term, term of words, from infancy in their relationship, they were there, no kids, nothing. And they developed and grew their house together. Every single nook and cranny angle, drilled every single hole together, building the life that they want for each other. So for them, that's how I'm interpreting it, is they, they don't see it any other way because that's all that they know. As where for us, we built our separate homes on our own, like it was, it was for us to do A through Z. Yeah, there's some people who chose to support mm -hmm. and to help, but we weren't dependent upon them for the screws and the screwdriver. Best believe we found a way to get it on our own because people have the choice to say no, not to help. So we built our two homes. Then we decided to combine those things together. And now we have a bigger home. Now we have a bigger goal. Now we can achieve other things quicker rather than later because there's a collaborative effort between the two of us. Right. So that's where it's like, ah, he's never been a single dad. She's never been a single mother. They may have seen other people who had to go through that stuff, but that wasn't on their shoulders physically, mentally, emotionally to endure. So they really have no clue on how that can really change your mentality on how you see, you know, life. Right. I mean, I somewhat agree. I don't like speaking about other people's experiences and what they may or may not know, understand, feel, all the things, because I'm, mm -hmm. I am not them. I don't know. 
But I do believe that if we were able to get to a point where it was understood the, um, <laughs> the position, that's not the right word. That's not the word I want to use, but that's the one that's coming Where you are in life? life? No. Like, um, the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Baby brain. The, okay, so like like I said, it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was understood that the dependence I was talking about was on a, the dependence of a particular individual to satisfy all the needs or to fill in the gaps because I couldn't. If that, I don't know how to say it, I mean I know how to say it, but right now it's not coming to me. But if that was understood, I do you think that it would have been like, oh, okay. Because like I said, what they're talking about that they have in their marriage is what we have. It's just we're choosing to use the word support because our understanding of dependence yeah. is not the, same, not the same as their or as yeah. what I've I've come to understand yeah. their understanding of dependence. Like they're not support and dependence are not synonyms. We take it back to the biblical. The, the wife was added to the man to be a helpmate. That is support. That's not dependency. Because obviously Adam was out there in the field handling it on his own. But God provided a helpmate for him because man should not be alone. Which you so know, she's there to okay. support in all of the things that he's supposed to do to help uplift. And that exchange is supposed to go both ways. There isn't a woman, she couldn't, you know, he couldn't, oh, I need a woman to be able to handle all this. No, because no, he was obviously handling it through the direction and the power and the support of God. Yeah. So he's like, no. Nah. So, and that is actually something that was brought up too in our conversation about the value of the companionship, which it's like, yeah, that there is value. We express value. I... That's why I choose to have him here. That's why he chooses to put up with me and have me here. Because we value the companionship between us. Because believe you me. <laughs> <laughs> After my primary mothering, birthing experience, I learned very quickly the peace of mind I have in my space is more important and valuable than anybody that I will add to wherever myself and Ray are at. So if you do not add to that peace, if you do not maintain it, if you cannot help stabilize it, you will not be Or introduce around. a new level of peace. Or introduce a new level. You will not be around because what I'm not going to do is go from being cool, calm, and collected to stress. No, life is hard enough. I don't need, I, I can do that on my own. I don't need you to help me with that. Bye -bye. Thank you, bye-bye. So, <laughs> so I do, we do understand, and I think that was another something that was being brought in for like a big picture when we were only talking about the small nugget. Yeah. Like we were talking about one piece of the marital puzzle 
and she was talking about, or they were talking about the one piece, but then we also somehow added in these other pieces, but then again... Substantiate our side of support, their side versus dependency, which is kind of the same thing, which is like, recollection to me is very important. I, I need you to explain. I need to I need to recall words. to think back on certain conversations or encounters to go <laughs> through that back in your head. I think is very important because in that moment, there could have been a hand of, you know, that I guess we can define as seeking understanding. Understanding. I don't know what that was. Me either. What did I say? <laughs> of seeking understanding. Because I think that helps bridge the gaps in situations like this. Because we're saying the same thing. It's just they're, they're choosing to use the word dependent in my book because they only know that way. To do it without, it doesn't even cross their mind. The stress, the anxiety. It's just, I, I don't know what I would do because this is what I know. As where for us, we're choosing the word support because we have a life of doing it on our own. And now we've made the conscious choice to support and help and be with one another on this blended family marital journey. So I think if, if that light bulb would have went on in my head. Ah, uh, stop. I think oh, okay. I, I think I would have under, we wouldn't have gotten that. I would have been like, ah, we're saying the same thing. It's just and I would have said it. It's just we've lived single parent lives and you guys have lived that. So I think maybe that's why we're choosing two different words, but we're actually saying the same thing. Right. Which is something I came to understand. But there was um An increased desire to speak of one side more intensely than to hear from the other side. So by that time, it was like, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, I, and that, by you saying that, it brings me back to also the point of I define words based off of their definition. I utilize them based off of their definition. I am good with synonyms and antonyms and all of the other nyms. So <laughs> I'm okay with those. And I, I, okay, oh, so you mean like, okay, great. And that's fine. But because I do use words per their definition, sometimes it may be a bit difficult in conversation with others because like I said there are most people is what I'm coming to find are not I should say most there are there is a large group of people that I've come to find out who take the definition but then also apply their experience to define it yes apply their experience to the definition mm -hmm. so where we are saying support because we live these independent lives of having anybody else to be around, to help, to be a constant. We're using the word support. Their experience, the word may have been dependent or dependence. 
And so that's the word that they're using. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just different. Yeah. And in your head, definition, and even if you go to thesaurus, those words don't ever interchange. There, you can't say support equals dependent or dependency because those words are no. drastically different. Which, but you know, so this Because you can I, even Google it. They don't interchange no. when it comes to synonyms and none of that stuff. They, they're two different things. This is what I love and also hate about the English language. These two words don't cross. You will not find support <laughs> as a synonym for dependence or dependent or dependency and you will not find I, any of those words as a synonym for support. But the synonyms they have, you may find interchangeably. But that does not necessarily mean that that word is also another synonym because it wasn't going to be listed. Mm -hmm. It just means that if you break it down to maybe it's most shallow of level, you can be like, ah, this word and that word. See, they both match. But again... There are two definitions here. English allows for your experience to be implied in the way in which you use the language, which is why support has um, the synonym of... Oh, I didn't write it down there. I forgot. Assistance, assistance and aid, and so does dependent. Like, a dependent is aided by, and it's like, okay, yes, but... It's different. It's not... Support <laughs> aids, and dependent is aided by. Yeah, it's, so it's like, it's, but it's like yeah, but aid is in both of them. Yes, but it's used different be based on the experience, and that's the why, like I said, I the context. I love and both hate that of mm -hmm. the English language, mm -hmm. because it can become very yeah. confusing. But it's yeah. also quite, quite great. Jeez, great. Regardless, it was a very stimulating, thought-provoking conversation, the difference between the two. And so we would like to pose the question to people in the comments. Do you see your relationship oh. or marriage on the side of dependent? Are you dependent, relying upon uh, this individual to build life with you? Or is that person you know, there to support you? I was going to also say, to the point, where this came up, because like I said, our conversation happened before I went to the hospital, like the day or the day before or something. As I'm in the hospital, I am thinking about this, like just let it go, but I can't let it go. I know I had this right, just let it go, but I can't let it go. To the point where I bring it up to him, he's like, yeah, I was thinking we need to do an episode on that. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess so, because I was like, but this makes sense, right? I'm not crazy, right? So. Yeah. So I want to end it with uh, this. Oh, I thought we had a question. No. Marriage is not hard. It takes effort. Your marriage will always be what you make it. That is, I guess, my little nugget of advice. Whether you define it as support or dependency traditional, non-traditional, modern, unconventional, new marriage, your standing, whatever it is, it's what you make of it. Yeah, what and works as long for you, as, works for you. As long as it works in both 
parties, both individuals are happy within that marriage, both love tanks are being fulfilled, then by all means, you can call it a successful marriage. Keeping your eyes and your ears open to the needs of the other and you're making the conscious choice to be what that person needs in their 1.0, 1.5, 2.0, 3.0 version of themselves, you have what is considered a successful marriage, a successful relationship, which is not only fulfilling for you as like the husband or the wife, but also if you have kids, they actually can see what that looks like. So mm-hmm. marriage, you know, it takes you know effort. It's not difficult unless you want it to be difficult because you want to institute yeah. stubbornness and ego but marriage is not hard. It just takes it just takes effort. It takes that commitment. Mm-hmm. And your marriage will always be what you want it to be, what you make it uh, to be. So let's get into the hot seat. But what now? What? What? Marriage be hard. <laughs> <laughs> if you choose for it to be hard. Well, no. I mean, it also depends on when you enter in. If you yeah. are younger, there's a lot you don't know you don't know. And, and that can like make this, things difficult. Yeah. And so, you know, shout out to Mr. and Miss uh, Kevin and Melissa Fredericks. Miss and Mr. Or Miss Kevin Stays and Kevin Stays. Because they <laughs> talk about their journey. Be hard. But now that they've learned, I'm pretty sure it's a lot easier right. to identify and, and course correct or attitude adjust, or communicate this way rather than that way, to not be offensive or defensive, just listen. Or to support because someone is going (laughs) through a metamorphosis and they are no longer going to be that 1.0 version of themselves. So we have the advantage, you know, thank you guys for the book. We have the advantage to kind of avoid that type of scenario. So marriage don't have to be hard. Yes. We are learning the lessons others have learned so we don't have to go through them. <laughs> yes. Which is how we started the Potsy Podcast episode. Uh, Potsy Podcast, period. It's having people on to try to avoid certain things. Oh, yeah. But then you realize that life is life. And sometimes if you institute stubbornness and ego, it will be the victor. That first year was hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard. And it was my fault. I was about to say, so, the hot seat question <laughs> for this episode <laughs> is how much of your lifestyle did you have to change to become a homeowner? Uh, for me, being who I am, my experience, my past, it wasn't uh, difficult. I didn't have to adjust anything because I was already on the very, to be honest, slow trajectory, uh, trajectory of being a homeowner. Projection. So, trajectory. I like that word. <laughs> Whether it makes sense or not, <laughs> I liked. I like that word better. I was on that pace, anyways, and I'm already naturally cheap. The only thing that I'd like blow money on 
would be for like Yvonne at the time and then Achilles and then Ray it kind of stops right there but we don't even really blow money so you don't blow money on me thanks appreciate it always feel so loved <laughs> always always feel so loved what these are your words I don't really, I don't really know because we don't blow money on each other. Well, I know, but usually <laughs> if anyone were to ask me what's your ideal gift, it would be the money. So just give me the money and so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, but I, I, was just, I just wanted to throw it out there anyways because you didn't even say it. <laughs> you, uh, you, really? didn't, you didn't mention it at all. Like if we were that type of couple. You, but you're like, no, yeah, we don't, the kids. We, the kids. We, I don't know. We planned. I've always planned. I don't necessarily, I didn't have to change anything. I had to make adjustments. Uh, well, because that's what we're I'm asking, not, though. Yeah, I had to make adjustments, but it wasn't a lifestyle change. It's oh. not like, oh, I had to stop spending so much on taking out food or. Take out food? <laughs> that's true. You take, take out, food. out food so that yeah. you can cook it, though. Yeah. Taking out food, wow. Take out food or clothes or shoes. I mean, to be honest, you know, I ain't naming names, but I ain't had to buy shoes because bro came through. So I haven't had to buy shoes in years. How lucky for you. I haven't had to buy one, you know, since I'm pregnant too. I only got one pair of jeans left. But before then... <laughs> I haven't had to buy anything, you know, because I had my bro and then I had my brothers that gave shoes and all this other stuff. So it's just, I haven't really had to spend money like that on those things, mm -hmm. but I was able to do it for children. Children. So I didn't have to really change anything, to be honest. Great question. So my lifestyle, I honestly am a, I don't like saying cheap because I feel like I'm not, but I am a conscientious baby because I know that my, the things I like tend to be expensive. So I'm mindful of that. Um. I am always a person to spend on necessity and then those, you know, things because I, I didn't have a, a bro or a sis <laughs> and um, my, well, I mean, I do have a brother and a sister, but like in the way Flo was talking about, my body has gone through so very many changes <laughs> throughout my lifetime. There are times where I do have to like, oh, okay, well, time to get all new clothings because I can't, none of these, they're too big, they're too small, now they're too big, now they're too small. So, but that's so far and few in between that if you were to spread it out over what, what usually how people would buy their clothes, they'd be like, you don't get anything for yourself. Like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Not really. I, I've had gifts, but that's about it. But um, I did have to change my lifestyle, so to speak, because 
I was with him. Because for him, getting your hair done routinely is not a necessity, even though somebody wants your hair to be long and luscious and grow. Yeah, we have our own hands and fingers and we've been taught how to do things. So I just think, you know, if there's want someone else to do it, you know how to do it. Save the money. Yeah, exactly. Wipe your fingernails and toenails and Except when our hands and fingers are too busy in the three kids' hands, our heads. And occasionally, and especially at the beginning, our partner's head. Oh, yeah. To where you're too tired to be like, oh, mine too. Because it takes a long time. Or she loved to have commas and zeros in her account. And I was just like, pay the debt off? Pay the student loans off? Yeah. Like, that's how you get towards the house stuff. You want to come in there clean, just about. So there's no way they're going to tell you no. So let's... Deplete all of your funds. But <laughs> you have just about nothing. And you're looking at your bank account like, what did I do wrong? Because I thought <laughs> I was saving money effectively. Until some six foot six tall guy came across and was like, wipe it all out. So, yeah. And now, we have real estate. Houses. Yeah. 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 Houses. Still can't get my better <laughs> too much. Well, that's... I don't do pedicures and manicures, and I don't do shopping because I don't like being in like large groups like that for very often. Um, I usually do my own manicures just because there's not. I work in the medical field, so it's like cut your nails. <laughs> I'm not gonna do all the extra stuff, anyways. <laughs> so it's like fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like I said, clothing wise, like I haven't. I honestly haven't bought anything new for a very long time, and even through this change. I've pretty much just been raiding my sister's closet. So, mm. yeah. Yep. No, I did have to change a, quite a few things. And it was only not because it wouldn't have worked, but it wasn't <laughs> the vision my partner was going to accept. So that's why. It's quite interesting, isn't it? I didn't really have to change anything. I had to change everything because they didn't change anything. Interesting. Well, we hope you enjoyed enjoyed this episode. I would say we hope We're you happy it. you guys decided to tune in. As always, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, make sure you hit the follow button across all uh, podcast platforms. It is. Time for breakfast and lunch and snacks and all that. All of this, this and that's. Yes. Because I am starving. I'm hungry. Uh, we are you over are... 300 subscribers. And because we have a number that we just enjoy. And we're getting closer to that. So when we hit 333 subscribers. That 333rd subscriber is going to get an exclusive hoodie that comes. 
uh, straight off of our Patreon. It's only there. And so uh, we'll give that person that hoodie. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys in when we see you guys. Because obviously, this was take two. <laughs> this is take two. All right. Later. Peace. See